Welcome to episode number 21 of The Lobby, where we talk and make you feel like you are in the lobby of River City Church. So my name is Aaron. And I'm Becky. And we are not at the kitchen table right now. We can actually see the lobby yeah, from where we're sitting. We can actually look down the hallway at River City Church here and look at the lobby. So uh, we are at the building right now. and You might hear some urban sounds, like cars honking and trains chugging. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> or trains choo-chooing. <laughs> Yeah, so we kind of re um, organized or reset up, decorated. I, you could say decorated. Yeah, so kind of redecorated the worship area in some parts of the building just to like um, to make it easier to clean, but also to for small groups to use it and make it. I don't know. It's just kind of a cool environment for right. small groups to be able to use on a rainy day. This so summer. Don't start like praying for rain during small groups. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna pray for rain after they see how cool this place is. Anyway, so looking forward to having you guys down here every once in a while this uh, this summer. So, um, so Becky, uh, so on this episode of the lobby, yeah, which is kind of close to the lobby. Oh, you know um, what we should explain before we start what? is that we're going to be doing the lobby once a week now oh, instead right. of twice a week because. Yeah. We made that change because there's two episodes of The Lobby because generally speaking, most people at River City see others twice a week from church. So usually on Sunday and usually on a small group. So that was why we had two episodes of The Lobby. So now that small groups are meeting again, mm-hmm. we're still not having regular Sunday. So The Lobby is replacing that Sunday lobby time. Yep. So. Yeah, you bet. And... So on this episode of The Lobby, this special episode, the most oh, dramatic episode most dramatic. of The Lobby ever, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about um, 4-H. I'm so glad. <laughs> so I, I was in 4-H for 10 years from, eight, from third grade until graduating from high school. Yeah. And it's probably the thing that you've gotten the most laughs from over Seriously, the years. It's like, seriously, it is. It's like, that, it's like that aspect of your life I find mo- the most humor in. Really? And I mean, like, not out of every funny thing in the world. I just mean the things from your life that I find funny. Yeah, and there's a lot of things in my life to find ridiculous <laughs> and funny. But anyway, but so before we get to that, so, um, so our small group got back together yes. on Tuesday. That was really fun, though. So everybody got to hang out in our backyard. Yeah. It was super fun. It was so fun. And I think at this point, all the small groups have met at yeah. this recording. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. So. It was really it was, fun. Yeah. It was so great to actually see people in person. It was almost like, wow, you you do exist. Yes. You're <laughs> not just a small square on a screen. You know, maybe it was like the equivalence of like if I, you know, spent my whole life only seeing LeBron on TV. If I actually saw him in person, I'd be like, Oh, he's <laughs> yeah. there. He's real. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it was kind of fun because, I mean, for example, in our small group, Linus Blaubach, he couldn't walk, but now he can walk. Mm-hmm. And Sadie, she was like talking a lot more. Yep. Timothy Massengill was talking a lot more. I mean, all these little friends, when you don't see them for two and a half, almost three months, there's a lot that changes in a little kid's yeah, life. Yeah, Timothy Massengill was like uh, sliding down our slide in the backyard, and then like he would just take off running and just yell, "Go, go, go, go!" <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. That's so cute. Nathan Blaubach had um, like a quasi beard going on. Nice. And I was just like, "Is that your 
quarantine beard or yeah. something. He's like, no, I just haven't shaved in two days. So <laughs> like, I was like, okay, well, you should, I don't know. Yeah. You should, be a, you should grow it out like all the cool kids. Right. But, uh, so we, we usually buy the girls, when I say we, I mean like you <laughs> put the energy towards this of just buying the girls first day of summer gifts. Yeah, we're so working on it. So it's kind of an annual it. thing. Mm-hmm. So, but one of the early gifts that we gave them was uh, they got a pool. When I say a pool, it's a glorified kiddie pool. Like yeah, you blow in, it up inflatable. with like an inflator that you would use for um, like a bed. Yeah, like an air mattress. Yeah, so an like air they, mattress. So we put that on our deck, and the engineers in our small group said like that's totally legit to put that particular pool on our right. deck because it's not going to break anything. We have a or very break, sturdy deck. Yeah, it's not going to break our kids, so that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the <laughs> you can't keep Gracie out of that pool. She loves it. You know, it was fun. We um, we have it on the deck, and that way it works so that we can have our table and chairs down, like, on the yard level mm-hmm. so that for a small group, we just have everything on that level. And then people come into the um, basement bathroom if they have to go to the bathroom or whatever. But, um, yeah, so we put it, and we took out the screen above our sink so that we could <laughs> shoot yeah. hot water from the sink in there. And then the girls and I were filling it with warm water from that. And then we were doing, like, a bucket brigade from the bathtub. And it was quite a production. Yeah. It was like a team-building activity, basically. And um, so we did that, and then we ran out all the hot water. And so then we had to, like, throw the hose up onto the deck, and we were filling it with a hose, and then I was boiling water on the stove. Oh, I didn't know you were actually boiling the water. It got really close to a boil. Uh, And then poured it, I poured it in, like, right where the cold water was coming out, so as not to do anything bad. Okay. I mean, to me, that made sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it took probably an hour and a half to fill. And then we kind of messed it up last night because it rained, so Aaron put a tarp over it. And when it gets to be a really bad rainstorm, little bits, like those little sandy bits from shingles, like that, sometimes we'll find that, like, on when we had our table out there, we'll find that there. So Aaron put the the um, tarp on. So we took the tarp on, but we or we took the tarp off, but we did a bad job. So then we dumped all the dirty shingle water into the pool. Yeah, it was just like all the bits of shingle. So I'm like, ah, uh, if the girl, I think this is gonna like grind a hole. Yeah, this is gonna it. destroy our twenty dollar pool. Yeah. We so. so then we emptied it out, and we're gonna refill it. So mm-hmm. we're gonna skip. Um, shooting water through the window and the bucket brigade this time we're just gonna fill it with a hose and hot water that i get really hot on the stove because the sun warmed it up really fast as Mm -hmm. well so that wasn't as bad as we thought it would be yeah so yeah so that was fun uh i put the cabinet doors back on our cabinets and it looks really good so good Yeah. yeah It looks, it really looks cool. like someone did it. It looks really professional. Like a factory did it, but in a good way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, oh, it was made like this. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. Yeah. So that's been cool too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with 4-H. Can I start with a question? Yeah. What are the 4-H's? Okay. Let me, before we talk <laughs> about that. I can't say I'm super excited to talk about this just because most of the stories are just kind of embarrassing and just right. like hmm well this whatever right don't feel bad <laughs> <laughs> do you know there's a 4-h pledge Ooh, what is it have i told you that i think you have 
So it's, I pledge my head to clearer thinking, my heart to greater loyalty, my hands to larger service, and my health to better living for my club, my community, my country, and my world. You don't say it dramatically like that. I like that. So it's head, heart, hands. Do you do jazz hands as part of it? Um, there were hands things that we had to do, like gestures that we had to do throughout the whole thing. Oh. And I think, no, I think you just put up your hands. Like you didn't, you like didn't do jazz. Like stick them up? You like just yeah, stick them up. Yeah, stick them up. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so, then health. Okay. I think health was we just put our hands down because the, there was nothing to do with your hands there. Yeah. You could say like, no smoking. <laughs> I'm sure that... That did really well. You could run in place. (laughs) So. (laughs) Lift weights. You pretend to lift weights. Or you pretend to like. (laughs) I was smoking or something. Okay. No smoking in 4-H. No smoking. Um, But yeah, there was. uh, So at the beginning of every 4-H club meeting, which was monthly. Only monthly, huh? Yeah. Hmm. So it was monthly. And then there was maybe 20 4-H clubs in our county. That's a lot. Or maybe more than that. Um, but ours were one, was one of the largest, had like 60 kids in it, maybe. So in all of Pierce County? Yeah. That's a lot of 4-H clubs. We were the town and country 4-H club. Mm. Very inclusive. <laughs> the town and the country. So TNC. That TNC. Was like, I had like, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so I was so most so if you ask anyone, almost anyone who was in 4-H, if you ask them what were some of the other club names in yes. in their county, yeah, that was always like the inside joke. Uh, in, oh, really? In 4-H world, because like the dorkiest, cheesiest names that you can think of oh. were usually 4-H club names. Really? So was town and country like a good one? Oh, yeah. Oh. That was a really tame one. Oh, like what were some other ones? Uh, the Rock Elm Skyrockets. Um, <laughs> the Beldenville Busy Fingers. You no, th- you no. Think- I'm not joking. Please I'm tell not- me they re- renamed no. that. Do they still call it that, do you think? If I Googled that? No, I don't want to Google nah, that. No, don't Google that. Um, yeah, there were just like crazy, crazy names. Those, I can't even think those of Those had what- to be around from like the 1950s. Oh, Totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because like Andy Burchart, like he works for Cartograph, so he works in the marketing department. For yeah. Them. So he always says like, the marketing department says that um, their litmus test for figuring out if you should frame, say something the way that you do, or you like mm-hmm. market something the way that you do. It's like, would a middle school boy make fun of this oh, on, the, inter- on the internet? Yeah, they needed to ask themselves that. Yeah. In the 4-H so, community. Yeah, back in the 50s, that'd be good. So. Wow, that, wow, well, first of all, way, well, way was... to change the world, middle school boys. Second of all, <laughs> like, that's so funny. Can I just say, and I'm not saying this to make fun of you, but, like, there are certain, I've seen a lot of your high school shirts. Yeah. I've never seen a 4-H shirt. Nope, you haven't. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, um, so when I was in high school, that's when I started showing cattle. Right. And I showed beef cattle, and you got to sell them in an auction right. at, at the county fair when you're done. And um, that was how I made virtually all of my money Yeah, growing up. That's legit, though. Yeah, that was a lot of money for, yeah. Well, for any kid. 
your age. So there's this one year that like, so like there were, there were people who spent like $5,000, $10,000 on a calf. Whoa. You know, so they could like, and there's just purebred everything. Yeah. Just so now my family didn't do that because we didn't have that kind of cash right. or values. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so, um, so we would just like get a, like just a, a calf from my dad's herd. Yeah. So there's this one year that like, I think I took maybe fifth overall really? or something like that out of like, I don't know if there was like 50 or something yeah. like that. So it's like I placed above like all these like thousands <gasps> and thousands of dollars. Really? I think my dad got a real rush out of that. He's oh, like, I bet he did. He's like my stupid little calf. Like yeah. my in my herd, you know, got it. So, yeah. So what did you do that made that calf? So wait, was that um, Nash named after Steve Nash? Or was that a different uh, one? No, I think that was Rocky. I don't know why I named him Rocky. Well, did, did you do anything special? To help Rocky be the best he could be? You just, it's like if, it was just like, so there's the live, this is so nerdy. It's like, there's the live grade, and then Uh there's like the, I forgot like what they call it, but after they slaughter him in the slaughterhouse, it's like, then there's like the the actual grade. Oh, so you see their muscles. Yeah, so it's like how, like how, um, yeah, so like, so you get judged on the live grade in the show and then like yeah. and then you'll probably get more money in the auction. So Okay. So I took like fifth overall, I think. Yeah. In the the live show. Okay. But then like in the um so after they slaughter them. I know these are sorry, all you like no. people with sensitive consciences about no. animals need yeah. to cover their ear. Press pause in the lobby. Once right again, now. we so, talk about animals. Yeah, so um but I think I got second overall. Wow. Like in the, in the dead animal show, whatever it's called. So anyway. then do they like average your So I got points? like trophies. I think I still have the trophies downstairs in a box. Oh, They're wait. really easy to make fun of anyway. Well, but. I won't now because you got a lot of money for it. Oh, man. So I got a, so market price um, was maybe like 70 cents a pound okay. for, you know, if you're auctioning off your beef cattle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like that year, I got a dollar 80 a pound i mean this is like whoa this is 1995 yeah and, and those are big animals oh yeah like i made boatloads and boatloads yes of cash, relatively speaking yeah and then my da- <laughs> my dad was like so he was just you know because like you settle up with your parents afterwards of just like how much feed did right did right you eat and that kind of stuff so my dad's found out my dad settled up with me yeah. and then he saw how much money I was making and he's like well I suppose there's like wear and tear on the machinery for like uh, uh, for uh the, the lights <laughs> like, yeah and just he paid for it like he's like this is how much electricity costs like in the barn and I was just like that like I'm calling BS on that dad <laughs> like, get out of here I would, I mean, if I was your dad, I'd be like... I mean, I did, I'm not complaining. Like, it's not like I had any expenses in life. No, so. but if I, as the parent, I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's too much work for me to figure out the electricity per head or whatever. Like, I think he estimated it pretty good. <laughs> anyway. That's so funny. Yeah. I suppose that's kind of like teaching your kid about taxes. <laughs> yeah. So right. were you like... See, having the daughters that we have, if they showed a cattle slash steer yeah and then it was going to 
turn into meat, they'd be like, Rocky, I, I can't. love you. Like, did you have any inkling of that? Or is it just growing up at, on a farm that's a cattle farm? You just know this is just the circle of life? Kind uh, of? That's a great question. I... I know there were some 4-H'ers that got pretty sad at the end, you know, yeah. but it's just like it, but it's just, these are mostly farm kids. It's just like, they just kind of understand, that's just part of the. You just get, that's what happens. Because when you pick up your meat in the grocery store, it comes from somewhere. Yeah. You know? No, because well, it's probably and, just like uh, intrinsic to like yeah. the upbringing of a kid on a farm. Yeah. Right. I don't remember being, I remember kind of being a caveman, I think. I think it. you had more feelings about your cats. Yeah. Okay. Well, that gets <laughs> to the cat project. What a transition. Okay. So the hardest that I've ever seen you laugh <laughs> in my life was when I think we knew each other for about, had known each other for about a year or so, uh-huh. and then we were driving somewhere, <laughs> and had you had to pull over because you were laughing so hard <laughs> when I was explaining to you that I also brought cats <laughs> to the fair. <laughs> See, like, growing up in the suburbs, you hear someone say that, and it's so normal for, like, where you grew up. But, like, I just, like, you just picked up a Lucky Barn cat and brought him to the fair. Like, what yep. is that? Well, so, we, had, we had to give him a bath and, like, clean their ears. and like that and you had to, dangerous. Like, and, like, okay, so if you look at their claws, uh-huh. I'm not trying to, okay, it's a dorky to bring a cat. I get it. Okay, so I'm not trying to justify this. But, like, okay, so if you look at a cat's <laughs> claws, if you look at, because their their claws are pretty transparent. Is that what the word yeah. is used? So you can see a um, a blood vessel yeah. in there. The quick? What? Is it called the quick? I have no idea. I think it might be. Okay. So there's the quick blood vessel, whatever it's called. Because if you clip so, their nails and you clip that, it's a blood machine. Oh, it totally is. So that's why you'd be... But if you, like, cut their nails, like, um, ov- a lot over time, uh-huh. let's say, that blood vessel eventually, like, moves down. So they can oh. tell if you've actually been taking care oh. of your cat oh. or if you or just... You just grabbed or you just cat. grabbed one on the way to the fair. So it was just things like that. And just, like, how huh. healthy was your cat's... No, so I don't know. How... I don't really know how they judged it. Did you ever try to like cultivate a cat's nails? Which I know that's I don't know how to say it. I think so the because there really wasn't that much else to do. No, well that's true, but okay. So you had to do that. Did you put like a? Did your sister like put a bow on the cat ever? Like was that a Amber thing? wasn't putting bows on anything. <laughs> Could you imagine if Amber our girls... was not a bow and like whatever. Could you imagine if the girls brought a cat? It would be like, yeah. and then I made this bow, and here's a crown. We call him, we call him like Prince Fluffy Toes or whatever. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So how much would you make bringing a cat? Well, this is when I was in fifth grade or something right. like that. You know, so I think I made like five bucks or something right. like that. And in that. the 80s for a fifth grader just getting five bucks, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really easy. And I also remember in that same conversation you were telling me about um, you would kids would take things to a baking competition and it would be like and this makes me sound like a snob. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like we were in third grade. Right. It was like box brownies, which is fine. I celebrate box brownies, but it's also yeah. like so if everyone brings box brownies, are they all the same? I don't know. 
I never. I'm overthinking this. I had never thought about that until you mentioned it to me when I was 24. <laughs> Surprised you could understand me because I was laughing so hard. Okay, but you know, I suppose it is a good way for kids to get income who don't usually get income. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, yeah. So there was my dumb cat project. Um, mm-hmm. We also played 4-H softball. Now, 4-H softball may sound lame. It's like, right. oh, here's the 4-H club playing We're going to use our hands to or, play softball yes, for our health. But, um, <laughs> but it was, so it was like once a week in the summer at the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. And it was, and then they had tournament in the middle of the summer. Then they had yeah. playoffs and all-star teams. Was and it boys like, and girls on the same team? Yeah. yeah. That's just like, I mean, that's like a rec league, but it just happens to be 4-H. Yeah. And... It was actually, I think it was like, so they had a junior team and a senior team. So like, it was right before I got on the senior team, like I was on the junior team and like the senior team actually had a couple guys who like, they got minor league contracts with the Twins and the Brewers. I mean, 4-H softball was actually pretty hardcore in our county. Really? Yeah, it was a bunch of these farm kids who were just like really athletic. Did they play baseball in high school too? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they were like really bringing the level of play up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty hardcore. Wow. That's I mean, intense. I know it sounds dorky and there's an well, argument to be made that it was, but. No, because sports are sports. And didn't you hurt your finger and have to get a, a surgery? Uh, That was in my, no, that wasn't in, that oh. was in a different softball team. So oh. we, were, we were playing Club Chaos, oh. who was the class. The Class C state champs oh. in River Falls. Okay. So, this wow. guy who had like his arms were bigger than my legs. It's like he just <laughs> smoked it on the outfield and like it. I'd have surgery on my finger. Oh my god! Because it was so bad. Um, <gasps> That's so crazy. Anyway, so there was yeah there was four H softball. Um, man, I think there was one year like I just I kept stats way too closely, <laughs> and that. Anyway. You like stats um, though. You just so, didn't know you were a stats guy. You were too young to know that's a thing. Yeah, so there was the... Then there's, in 4-H, there's the thing that you make fun of probably the most besides the cat project. And I which, accidentally made fun of it in front of your mom. Oh, you don't do that. She did not think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she and your sister were kind of like, why are you laughing about this? And then Kevin, Amber's husband, was like, kind of like, kind of like, she has a point. <laughs> yeah. I felt. Yeah. So, and that is the talent explosion. Yes. Which, I mean, calling something the talent explosion, they're, like, just begging me to make fun of it. I didn't know. I don't know. It's like being house blind. It's like, oh, I haven't painted my cupboards in four years. I've just gotten used to it. (laughs) You just become house blind to it. Which is fine. There's nothing morally wrong with that. No, of course not. But I think... Calling it the talent explosion. I think I had never thought about it. Like, you it's got just 4-H called blind. the talent. Yeah. yeah, it's 4 H <laughs> blind. It's just like, oh, well, you just go to the talent explosion. So, um, but that was like, there were speeches and plays and um, musical groups, which it I was in. It almost sounds like FFA. Yeah. As somebody who's never been in any of those. Yeah, things. there was like all sorts of stuff. It was yeah. a, an explosion of talent. <laughs> so that was on the county level. Oh, wait. Am I making that up? I felt like your mom was kind of like, well, not all choirs were talent explosions. You had to get to oh, the Oh, yeah, because there was explosion. the county level. 
That was which like, our musical group for ten, for town and country, we almost always won, and there were like people who were like other clubs that were like pretty elitist about like. Did town you guys and have country. costumes? Yep. <laughs> so we had themes, and I don't really remember. I mean, there's there's plenty of pictures that we can look at in our in my at my mom's house, which I'm when my mom allows us to come. And hang out with her someday with Quarantine World. Like, I'm sure we can look at all that. Um, it was just, like, uh, 60s and 70s TV shows, like, theme songs. Um, it was sports one year. Oh. Uh, there was just, like, um, cowboy stuff or, like, whatever. So... so when you went on the county level, you went on to the talent explosion, which yeah. was in at UW-Stout always. Oh. But if you won that, then you went to state. Well, did you ever win state? No, we never got to state. Your talent never exploded think, that far? I think one time we got first alternate to go oh. to state, but we just didn't go. Which, like, if you won, if state was actually, you got for, to perform at the state, the Wisconsin State Fair. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, back to the choir. Okay. Did your choir have a name? It was, We didn't call it a choir. I can't remember what it was called. It was... Oh, it was called the Music Festival. That's what it was. Oh. Well, I can't make fun of that title. It's just very descriptive. Yeah. So you didn't have, it was just like, and now, town and country singers bring us. And then, like, then Tammy Anderley, our leader, was on the piano, and she would just, like, then we just all did choreographed things for, like, You were basically in show choir. It was pretty much show choir, which is embarrassing. To, see, no. I don't even want to talk about this. Wait, Can we go back to my this, cow? This is why was, it's so gosh, funny. Like, whatever. Because. Becca King would be so, and Dustin would be so proud of. Right um, you're just not a singer now? Oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> you think? So, I just think, like, when your voice changed, it's just like you stopped being able to yeah, sing. Yeah, because, like, I was in St. Croix Valley Boy Choir, which you yeah. could be in the boy choir until your voice changed, because then you're not in a, it's not in a boy <laughs> choir. Um, but, yeah, there was that. And then, just, it's just so funny, because I didn't know that version of you, and then, like, you're just not a singer now, and that's okay, because not everybody is. And think, Remember, like, a while ago, there was, so in my university, my really small university chapter. Yeah. In the late 90s, yeah. early 2000s, um, at River Falls, there was, uh, um, I think I think the leadership team for our chapter was like, hey, let's, let's give other people some things to do and whatever. <laughs> so, like, they asked me to be head of, like, the drama, <laughs> like, right. stuff. The Christian Skit Ministry yeah. by Aaron Mars. Yeah, I was like, ah, sure. I, you know, I had actually forgotten about it. I hadn't thought about it in like 10 to 15 years. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Man, why were we talking about that? I don't remember. It's so hard. Yeah. Um. But, um, yeah, so it was, yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. I mean, between like the drama ministry and my show choir, like that's, yeah, it's just not where I'm at anymore. It really so, isn't. I support people who do. But yes, that's, just that's not good. Me I, um, what else was I going to say about the talent explosion? I don't know. I just love the talent explosion, and I wish I could listen to it. So did the parents and Tammy Anderley, did they get oddly competitive about the music festival? Everybody took it very seriously. 
very seriously. <laughs> there are lots of practices. So you need a top level of commitment. Are you committed <laughs> enough? Will you come to the practices? Do you have anything else better to do? Like, man? what if the Beldenville Busy Fingers beat you? Were they like, this is rigged, man. <laughs> Town and country rules. I heard that the mom gave her blue ribbon pie recipe to that judge, and now they gave him an extra point for flair. Yeah, I think I think depravity and competitiveness like seeps into all kind of weird competitions, including Even. the music festival. <laughs> and yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, okay, so yeah, let's so move funny. on. All right, so uh, we also had 4-H meetings, like. Uh, once a month and it was always like a very formal Robert's Rules of Order-ish kind of meeting. Man, the Venn diagram between FFA and 4-H, the overlap is getting Nah, it wasn't like um, Robert's Rules of Order like hardcore. Oh, you didn't have to first and second things. Well, you did, but it wasn't like I move to blah, 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 blah. I move to discuss our costumes for the talent explosion. No, I... I shot block your move, blah, blah, blah. Oh. It's like, whatever. Okay, so... <laughs> shot block. Um, but then, like, there was always, like, some kind of activity. Like, we had a bonfire, yeah. or we had a hayride, or we had um, just something else that right. we would do. So, but yeah, there was, like, some weird stuff that we would do, too. And this this was for the whole family. Yeah, so... so were your all, whole family would go. Yeah, so it wasn't just, like, drop your kid off, typically. Yeah. It was, like... Hey, your whole family is there, so like all the parents got to hang out, like all the kids got to hang out. Right. And so the um, yeah, but like some of the weird, I would play some weird stuff. It was like, you ever, do you know the um, the game Honey, Do You Love Me? Oh yeah, and then you have to like awkwardly get really close to people. Yeah, you had to sit on their like lap. Like Amber Alert. Yeah, you had to sit, yeah. yeah, you had to sit on their lap, and it's like, Honey, if you love me, will you please, please smile? And then like, and uh. I just don't think that would go over in 2020. Did you that's like someone else's dad? No, these were only the kids. Oh, the cool no kids. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to imagine like. <laughs> no, it's like you have to do that with the kids. And, wow. Um, yeah. And, but it was, that just wouldn't fly that in That would not fly right now. No, yeah. and it shouldn't. And it was weird. <laughs> it was just weird. You know, I, so. like as somebody who cares about like building community and, you know, that kind of thing, I can see the draw for a family to be in 4-H because if you don't have a church community or your family isn't yeah. there, where else are you going to have community? So I can really appreciate that because I don't think your church growing up really provided those opportunities necessarily. Yeah, it's not something my family leaned into yeah. at that time, which is totally, totally fine. But yeah. like, but yeah, and you know, because like uh, a lot of parents who like their kids are involved in sports teams and they yes. kind of like, but and like that's where a lot of their friends come from, yep. you yeah. know? And that's just like how sociological dynamics work and everything like yeah. that, including like 4-H. So yes. it's just like, um, yeah. So what if, what if you like in your class at school, like let's say when you're in fifth grade, what percent of kids were in 4-H and what weren't? If you had to guess. So I graduated with 200 kids. Yeah. And I would think that in our whole grade, Ten or less. Didn't do it? No, no. Ten or less did it. Oh. Interesting. This, oh, this was not. This was not a mainstream thing. Oh, I thought it was more mainstream because it's kind of agriculturally up there. No. It's... Really? So there were 60 clubs in your county, but not that many kids did it. Well, no. I mean, there were like 
there were 20 or 30 clubs, but like, oh, okay. but I would imagine like little towns like Plum City, Wisconsin, like yes. that kind of stuff. Like it was just a higher percentage of kids. True. Well, I suppose there. River Falls, like looking at it, we're, we wouldn't say it's big, but for the county, it's big. Yeah. Cause yeah. like it's a, it's kind of a big well, fish a in a small pond. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. I was trying to imagine like if there was like. You're not in 4-H. You're left out from everyone. But that <laughs> no, doesn't sound like using not, your heart if that no. was the way. No, then I had to do record books at the end of the year, which any 4-H would be like, that's super lame. Except my sister. She loved doing it, I think. Well, Maybe, it's like a scrapbook. Yeah, it's like doing a scrapbook. And then, like, if your record book was really good, then it went on to, if you did really well at the county, then you went on to, like, the region. Then if you Then you went on to the state. For Ooh. your record book and junk. I could see moms really taking over on that, especially in this, the heyday of scrapbooking. So the end of the 4-H year was in at the end of the summer, uh-huh. end of August, I think. So you had to get your record book in by then. Mm-hmm. And you, <laughs> like, I remember, I mean, I am... I am a seventh grade boy. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to do a record book this summer. What am yeah, I doing? That's true. So, so my like mom school. would go to work and she's like, you need to have your record book done. We need to work on your record book. Like mm-hmm. when I'm gone. And uh, so I would call up my mom and, <laughs> and just be like, I don't want to do my record book. I hate doing oh, my record book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like, and I guess she, I guess one day like I did that and like, then she called my dad saying like he called me and just complained about his record book and then my dad made sure that i never did that again i would have been mad at your dad if i was your mom not mad at you what? No. well i think probably would have been well he's on his he's working on the farm he actually has a job it's like i'm just home watching Star Wars or something like, like a dork oh my gosh i think that you're delightful but Man, that would have been so annoying to have your kid call you at work to be like, Oh my gosh. Oh, Can you geez. imagine? I think about that sometimes. So I'm just like, that must have been really annoying. So my poor mom. Annoying. See, this is why she can't listen to this podcast. Well, so. and like your record book. You've seen them before. It is. And it's it's quite well done considering a, like a boy did it. No, it's really well done because my mom made me do it a certain way. Well, you know what that makes me think? Is there something I should be making our kids do? Which I'm joking. I'm not looking for things to make No, they're going to be on a podcast someday like talking about it then. Yeah. like, this is lame. Well, <laughs> like, because it's really fun to look at now for me. <laughs> for, yeah, for your spouse to like kind of see. Because my favorite was when... I think your mom was making you do 4-H, which was probably high school. Yeah. And there's this picture, and you're holding a blue ribbon ribbon with a photo that you took that they had you submit at the fair, and yeah. you are stone-faced, like, zero hint like of I, a smile. Like, I hate getting my picture taken with this. So I, I put, I think on the caption, didn't I put, yes. like, excited to get a red ribbon? Yeah, excited and, to get a red ribbon, and you look like you're trying to kill someone with your yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I can't, I think my mom was probably like, at least he turned it in. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, so that's, we could go on with that, but, well, we aren't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do support 4-H, though. Yeah. In my brain. Yeah, it's kind of cool to be down here at the building, but it's also like, um, it's way, way better when there's actually people, people here. Mm-hmm. So... 
looking forward to that happening more often. Yeah. And yeah, so there's that. For sure. Cool. Hey, thanks for joining us in the lobby. Bye.